0: And welcome back to Campfire Stories, I'm Amy Scott and this is the third of three videos that I'm posting over the Christmas season. I hope you've been having a wonderful Christmas so far, and hopefully you've been enjoying the videos so far. Um, I just want to say before we get started, to anyone who's been watching my videos and maybe has subscribed or hit the like button or left a comment, um, I just wanted to say thank you. I think that um, when you don't make content yourself. It can be hard to understand when you're watching a really, really tiny channel like mine. I notice every time someone clicks on a video, and if you leave a comment, or you subscribe, or hit the like button, it really does make my day. Like, to be completely honest, like those things make my day. So, if you guys have taken the time out of your day to watch a video of mine, or to leave a comment, or to subscribe, or hit the like button, I just wanted to say thank you, and I hope you've had a very Merry Christmas. It wasn't my intent to cover three kind of familicide, is that? A word familicide millicide cases basically cases where um one family member basically wipes out their entire family but that's kind of what's happened and i don't want to psychoanalyze things too much but i think we can kind of see why this might happen so if you're already a really shitty person and you've had a really shitty go of it uh, heading up to christmas and you can see the christmas season not really going your way i think we can kind of see how um, a really bad christmas might push people like that kind of over the edge. Now, I'm not a psychologist, this is just kind of where my brain kind of went with it when I was thinking it through. Um, If you would like to leave a comment and say what your thoughts are on the reason why this seems to be so common over Christmas, I'd love to read your thoughts on that. And let's get into the case. Today we are covering a case that I like to call the Santa Claus Killer. I've already seen a couple videos pop up from other creators, I haven't watched any of them yet myself, but I'm sure they're all great. And uh, it just seems to be a really common case to cover around Christmas because it's just so odd. Like a father bursts into an apartment dressed as Santa Claus and then murders his whole family. It's just weird. So the basics of it, we have a middle-aged man named Aziz. And he's unhappy, he's estranged from his wife. His wife and his kids have moved into an apartment. They are spending Christmas Day with other family members. He shows up dressed as Santa and uh, is armed with a gun and shoots and kills every single person in that apartment. This happened in 2011 in the Dallas, Texas suburbs. And the family comprised of Aziz, who is 56, his wife Fatima, who is 55, their children Nona and Ali, who were 19 and 15, Fatima's sister Zora, who was 58, her husband Hossein, who is 59, and their daughter Sarah, who was 22. It was Christmas morning and they were opening presents and, you know, although we usually spend Christmas time with our families, it's a little bit odd for families to be over so early in the morning, at least in my experience, but I saw a friend mentioning in the news that this cousin and those siblings were so close, they were more than just Um, cousins and family, they treated each other like siblings, so it wasn't odd that they would spend Christmas morning opening their gifts together. There wasn't actually too much that I was able to find online about Aziz and his wife other than kind of some really basic information, like I don't know, you know, their family situation when they were growing up and that sort of thing. The information that I was able to find kind of picks up just before this murder happened. So we know in 1996, that Aziz was placed on probation and it looks like he falsified a tax return. He was also fined $1,000 and was required to pay about $30,000 in restitution. And then three years later, both Aziz and his wife jointly filed for bankruptcy, but this one was very quickly discharged. And their financial troubles continued because 2007 came around and Aziz worked in the mortgage industry and that kind of dried up for him. However, his wife wasn't too happy because I guess she felt that he just wasn't showing any motivation to work, and in a Muslim household, I guess a very traditional Muslim household, that was looked at as his duty and she was very upset about this. He had actually forbidden her from working up until this point, but then when he stopped working around 2007, she had to pick up two jobs in order to support their family. His wife, Fatima, then filed for bankruptcy on her own in 2010 and told her attorney that she hoped this would kind of save their home so that it wouldn't be foreclosed upon, but it eventually was, although she was no longer living in it by that time. She separated from her husband during the course of filing for this bankruptcy and she moved out of the couple's home in April with her two kids. However, the bankruptcy proceedings were eventually dismissed because she failed to make the uh, payment plan payments. I'm not an expert on bankruptcy, but I think when you apply for bankruptcy or when you file for bankruptcy, part of the agreement is paying what you can to your creditors, or it, it seems to be, and I guess she had failed to make those payments, so the case was dismissed. Although Fatima and the children had... Had moved out of the family home and into an apartment about two miles away, Aziz stayed in the home. Neighbors said they didn't really see any kind of indication that anything this serious was going on. They would see him in the garden, kind of wave at him, and everything seemed fine. And in fact, a lot of his friends said that he seemed to be a really nice guy, and this really took them all by surprise. Their daughter Nona had just graduated from high school and she was attending a local community college, their son still in school. And as per one of Nona's friends, they said that they noticed that Nona seemed a little bit more unhappy and had kind of indicated that things were getting really difficult at home. And they also said that her dad was really, really strict while her mom was a little bit more laid back. So this all kind of kicks off actually on Christmas Eve. So there was two families involved. The Yazdan Panas and also the zarais So the Yazdan Panas are Aziz, Fatima, and their children. And the Zarai's are Fatima's sister, her husband, and their child, Sarah. And I guess it was a tradition, the Zarai's owned a large ranch, and they would throw just a big uh, kind of bash on Christmas Eve and the whole family had been partying into the night, but I guess Aziz hadn't been invited, and people have said that he would have found this extremely hurtful. Um, I guess at one point he had assumed he was invited, but that had been rescinded, and I guess he felt that his family was being taken away from him. And so it's the next morning when Aziz shows up at the apartment where his wife and kids were living and where they were opening Christmas presents with her sister and her family, and he shows up kind of dressed as Santa Claus. His niece is texting and she's saying, oh, you know, now he shows up and tries to be Father of the Year, and he's dressed like Santa Claus, and clearly finds this quite odd. Uh, Police have said that they believe he showed up uninvited, they don't think he would have been invited, and I think these texts kind of show that too. After showing up at about 11am, Aziz shoots and kills everyone in the apartment, and then, weirdly enough, he calls 911 uh, asking for help, and he actually says, I'm shooting people. And then I guess that call is disconnected. And when the police show up, though, uh, Aziz is dead, so he's taken his own life, but he's staged the scene to try and blame his brother-in-law. He's put the gun in his brother-in-law's hand However, it's very clear to law enforcement that Aziz was the only shooter because the brother-in-law was actually shot with both weapons used and then Aziz also had a gun in his hand. So logically, Aziz was the only shooter. As I said, the victims were 55-year-old Fatima, 19-year-old Nona, 14-year-old Ali, Fatima's sister, 58-year-old Zora, her husband, 59-year-old Hussein, and then their daughter, Sarah. Two weapons were used. One was a 9mm, the other one was a 40 caliber. One was purchased back in 1996 and was registered to Aziz, but we don't really know much more about the other weapon. The medical examiner has said that Aziz shot his son, daughter, niece, and sister-in-law multiple times in the head. His wife was shot once in the head. His brother-in-law was shot multiple times in the head, chest, and stomach. And police believe that before Aziz killed himself, as I said, that he staged the scene by trying to put one of those two guns used in his brother-in-law's hands and we'll get into why he might have done that a bit later. So why did Aziz do this? You know, clearly he's having financial problems, he's separated from his wife, he wasn't invited to the Christmas party, um, but that doesn't really explain why someone would take this sort of action. Police have said that they assume that these are the reasons why he would have done this, but they're not really sure either, and they don't think we'll ever really know for sure because the only person who could answer which is Aziz, is also dead. have said that Aziz was really, really jealous that his wife seemed to be doing okay without him. He always saw himself, you know, as the breadwinner and the head of the family, and the fact that she left and moved into an apartment on her own and was paying her own bills and seemed to be doing okay really kind of grinded his gears. It's also believed that Aziz felt that Fatima's sister, the one who was in the apartment and was also killed, Um, he felt that she was interfering in their marriage. And I'm going to get into why that might be. It's a little bit odd. It takes a bit of an odd turn. So I guess Aziz and his brother-in-law used to go on vacation together and they would get up to some not too great stuff for two married men on these vacations. And this included hiring sex workers and that sort of activity. But when the brother-in-law went home, what he would do is tell his wife who is Fatima's sister, only about what Aziz was doing. So that created a situation where although both of them were, you know, doing these things when they go on vacation, only one of them was seeing any repercussion and uh, created a situation where Fatima's sister uh, was villainizing Aziz and he really didn't like this. And it's interesting that the police report notes that As I said, he shot his brother-in-law multiple times, seemingly just from reading what I could in the news more times than the other family members, and he tried to frame him for this crime. That wraps up my final Christmas video. I hope you enjoyed this really odd tale of a man in a Santa Claus suit shooting his whole family. It's kind of a morbid Christmas story. Um, and I hope your Christmas has been good. You know, I, um, myself, we have pretty busy few days coming up and I really should be decorating some gingerbread cookies right now, but I'm filming this video. I hope you've enjoyed my little set. That Santa back there has been the bane of my existence. He's fallen over so many times I've had to stop filming and pick him up off the ground way too many times, so I'll be happy that he's going to go back in a box in the basement and we'll go back to normal with a normal setup. I Hope you've enjoyed my Christmas sweater. It's the only one I have and uh, also the bold lip I have no use for this red of a lipstick, but I thought hey It's uh, Christmassy at least so I dug it out and put it on for you And as I said, I just hope that you guys have had a good Christmas I know it can be a really challenging time for some people. I hope that in some way um, Even if you don't have family to spend it with that you found some joy in the season and I just hope you're having a wonderful time It's super cold here. I think as I'm filming this, it's minus 37. I gotta go shovel off the ice rink so my family can skate tomorrow. And it's just a busy time too for those of us who do have family to spend Christmas with. And I know it can be super, super stressful. So I hope you've taken some time this holiday season to take care of yourself and just kind of take in a little bit of joy no matter what that is. I found that when I was out and about today doing some errands, Everyone was just really, really nice and um, seemed to have a bit of Christmas spirit. And to me, that was, you know, some Christmas joy for me. So I hope even if it's something small like that, you know, you're talking to a cashier out at a store and they're just really nice to you because it's Christmas, you know, find joy in that as well. Even even if it's something small like that. Merry Christmas to all of you. And I hope to see you next week when we go back to normal, posting normal videos without Christmas sweaters and a, uh, a rickety old Santa in the background. I'll see you later.